everybody. Welcome back to Tapping This Week. I am Deborah Dondelinger, and today we are talking and tapping about the coronavirus and COVID-19. A couple notes with tapping. One is that um, if you haven't washed your hands yet before you tap on your face, please go ahead and wash your hands. I'm still tapping on the face points because if my hands are washed, I'm not worried about it, but do what feels right to you. If you want to put on gloves and you feel more comfortable doing that, that's great, um, but I'm still using all the points. I know that different practitioners are doing different things, um, and please follow what feels right to you if you've been advised um, differently. And then for the tapping, I invite you after we do a couple rounds of tapping to pause and check in, and if you need to do more silent tapping by yourself, that would be great. I'm trying not to overwhelm or give too much information, but to slow things down. So this really is a time for you to tune into yourself, to pat yourself on the back for taking some self-care time, and perhaps to engage with um, the words that I'm offering you, because sometimes it's easier easier when someone else holds the space. One of the first things I want to say is that I appreciate you very much. Thank you for listening and tapping, to attending to yourself tending to your heart and your nervous system and your stress levels. As we can do our own work and stay calm, it helps us be a resource to other people. One of the things that I'm noticing is that um, some days I feel very resourced and available available to help other people, and I'm making a point of reaching out and connecting with one or two people on purpose. I'm connecting to some of my groups and, of course, creating content for you guys. Other days, I'm just a mess. I'm, I'm weepy. I'm short-tempered with my kids. I just feel overwhelmed. And it's interesting how quickly I'm cycling between those two states. So just a reminder that whatever you're feeling today, you might not be feeling tomorrow. And to really slow things down as much as you can, tending to yourself. Um, and we'll be doing some tapping that will help you for that. So let's do some tapping going to ask you three questions. So the three questions for this week are, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? And what do you need to be doing differently, if anything? So let's do the first one. What are you feeling? So tune into your body and notice what's the phys- what are the physical sensations happening for you right now? Where do you feel tight? Where do you feel numb or even vacant, like the energy's missing? Where do you feel hot? Where do you feel energy flowing? Notice the state of alarm your body is feeling. And let's do some tapping on the side of the hand to start. Even though I'm feeling some sense of alarm in my body. I feel like something's coming and I'm not quite ready for it yet. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Even though something's already here. And I'm not sure that I'm doing, I'm not sure I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I'm aware of my body feeling stressed. I give myself this time right now to gently and easily tap and feel better. Okay, moving through the points, I begin on the eyebrow, noticing my body. Noticing any tension in my body. 
now under the eye, noticing my feet and my ankles. Under the nose, noticing my calves and my lower legs. Chin point, noticing my quads and my hamstrings and knees. Collarbone, noticing my hips and my pelvic area. Under the arm, noticing my abs, my obliques, my diaphragm. If you want to add in the nine gamut point, please do, or add in the fingertip points, that would be awesome. Noticing my back, my lats, my traps, my pec muscles. Noticing all the ribs, Hmm. Noticing my neck and my head, and keep going back through the points on the eyebrow again. Noticing my head and my neck muscles. Noticing my jaw and my ears and the little muscles that connect the ears to the rest of my head. Noticing my scalp. Noticing my eyes and my eyebrows. Noticing my hair and my um, all the hair connections to the, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Noticing my, the head on top of my hair, the hair on top of my head. Hmm. Noticing my body. And keep going through the points, taking very gentle breaths, not gentle breaths, taking very um, relaxing breaths as deep as you want to. Okay, good. Stop there. Another breath. I have to tell you, for me, tapping on body stuff doesn't really give me much shift or movement. I, I need to go to the emotional place. I know for some of you, the body stuff is very helpful. So if that helped you and relaxed, uh, pause and do a couple more rounds, focusing on whatever body part is calling out your attention. You can keep it really simple and then hop back on and, and come back to the next round. Hmm. All right. My, my favorite place. What are we feeling? What are you feeling emotionally? Oh my gosh. And and we don't want to overwhelm ourselves. So really, it's whatever is showing up for you right now. So check into your heart space, the space, literally, it's in your chest. And that's where you might notice um, feeling tears or grief or numbness or not even wanting to think about it at all. And see if for a few minutes, you can find the tears and the grief, because that is pretty intense for me this week and what I'm noticing in friends around me. And it's like when people are being really resilient and all of a sudden they just get slammed with a wave of grief. And many people listening are very sensitive to the people around them. So I, I get that um, we're all feeling things that we're not, not expecting to feel. Side of the hand, as I notice this heartache, and I don't even know who I'm sad for, I deeply and completely accept myself. As I notice this heartache, and I think about my family members, I notice my care and concern for them. As I notice my heart space and feeling any grief, 
I notice all the healthcare workers working so hard, saving people's lives, not being able to save everybody. And I notice how vulnerable it feels to be dependent upon other people to do their jobs. I notice feeling vulnerable that I cannot survive this by myself. We need everybody to play their part. I also know that something quite beautiful is growing and getting stronger as we realize our connections. Hmm, Moving through the points. Feeling vulnerable. Feeling like something new is emerging. Feeling scared. Feeling out of control. Ooh, feeling, did you notice the anger come up? Feeling angry. Feeling really angry at the people who are being stupid and not doing their part. Moving through the points. Feeling exhausted. And everything you have to, I have to manage and take care of. Good. Finish up on the head point. Stop there. Relax. So two things you might be noticing. One is you might notice that you feel calmer and that's great. That's what we're going for. The other is that you might notice that things you've been sort of suppressing or tucking aside, they're coming up and you're feeling things more intensely. That's, that's awesome. That means it's, it's now's the time to work on them. So pause the recording, tap a few more rounds using words that you can even tap silently, include the fingertip points if you, that feels right to you, and then come back um, and we'll pick up the next part. So looking at what we're thinking can be really helpful to make some cognitive shifts. But the other thing is that the cognitive shifts will happen once we've done tapping on the feelings. But what are you noticing about your thoughts right now? I think the unknown is what is absolutely fascinating for everybody, scary and a little bit overwhelming. So notice your thoughts. Are they concerned with immediate short-term things that you need to, to be doing this week? Or are you going into sort of a daisy chain of catastrophizing? There was a, a, um, there's a resource going around put out by a couple of psychologists about how to handle w- worry and anxiety. I'll put a link to it. It's really helpful. It doesn't include tapping, but just the model and language they use around what's helpful worry and what is unhelpful worry. So notice what you're thinking about the situation you're in. You might be in a place where you're not affected yet and you're like, what the heck is all the fuss about? Or you might be in a place that has been slammed and you're just getting by. Or you might be in a place where you've been locked down and you're just bored out of your mind, sort of tired. You can't be worried all the time, so you're just in this um, low energy place. But what are you thinking? I've been thinking about this through the lens of personality type. And there's some people who... um, that we're fast adapters. We do well when there's a adre- need for adrenaline. Something fast has happened. I mean, something bad has happened and we have to respond and react. A little bit of um, like the adrenaline and the excitement we can engage with. But for people like that, what happens is once the emergency has started to stay in place longer, we're like, oh, wait, 
there's another adrenaline hit. Now I have to manage with what's going on. And we can get a little bit bored or restless or um, discontent. So if you imagine a curve, it's like these people leap into action first, but then when the curve starts to die down, they're a little bit um, not knowing what to do with themselves. Another type of person um, is a slower person to adapt or react. And they actually might have been like, what's the fuss? I don't need to change anything. And once they realize they need to change, there can be a delayed reaction. So if you were to draw their energy and curve, it'd be like a slow slope. And then there's a peak at the end. So it might be that everyone else has been doing processing and you haven't. And all of a sudden, wham, you're hit with a bunch of feelings, but everyone else has already moved on emotionally. And then the third type of person that comes to mind for me is the person who saw this coming, the person who takes the long view, and they've actually been worrying about this and processing. And there can be a little bit of anger for people like this because they're like, why, why isn't everybody else getting on board? So notice if any of those apply to you. Um, are you th- are you angry at other people? Are you really things like sinking in? Okay, this is a big deal. I need to be making some radical changes. Or are you finding like you're a little bit bored and you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing next? Just sort of take a scan of your interior landscape and see if anything sticks out. All right, side of the hand. Even though I'm thinking that I'm not doing a very good job right now. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Even though my self-talk is that I'm not being the best parent right now. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Even though my self-talk is, whoa, I've been really stressed. I need to get my act together. I'm open to the idea of letting myself off the hook. Even though I've been thinking, what's the big deal? People just need to stay at home and we'll get over this. I'm willing to forgive other people for being stupid. Even though I'm not willing to forgive other people for being stupid and selfish. I'm open to seeing what's in my control and what isn't. Moving through the points. Is my self-talk loving or is it kind? Am I being judgmental or am I being supportive? Noticing what I'm thinking, whether it's helpful or not. giving myself time just to slow down my thoughts and look at them and watch them. Noticing whether I need more information or whether I have enough. Good, finish up the head point, stop there, gentle breath. So you can take any thought you're having and just use that thought as material language for tapping and see what happens. Sometimes some emotion will come up for you around that thought. Sometimes the thought will shift to something more helpful. Or sometimes you get a new idea about something you need to implement or take action around. So I want to talk about a couple of, diff- a, quite a couple of different dimensions or um, um, 
choices we have. This comes more from the personality typing side of the house. I'll put a link to Personality Hacker where you can actually take an online self-assessment and find out your Myers-Briggs type. If you don't know it, um, I'm getting certified with them and, and profiling. And people have been surprised. They thought they were one type and they turn out to be another. So don't take the, the test is the beginning. The online test is the beginning, but it's not the final result. But one thing is that given that we all have different ways of interacting with the world and we also have different places that are resourced for us and that are not resourced for us. And sometimes we need to move to a different part of how we interact with the world. So I'm going to run through some different questions and just notice which one you need right now. So for some of us um, being at home, so I homeschooled my kids and I've, so I've had 20 years of, of and working from home and homeschooling of, of living my life centered from my house. And I know for myself that I need some level of getting up in the morning and getting dressed. If I stay in my sweatpants, that's not a great idea. But for other people, it is actually more supportive to let go of schedules and to stay in the pajamas. So one of the first questions is, do I need to be more scheduled this week or less scheduled? What feels relaxing and supportive to you? And it might change on a day-by-day basis. Another question is, do I need more inward time to be alone with my thoughts and my feelings? Or do I need to engage, whether it's through, you know, a social media group or a phone call? But what are you needing right now, inward time or outward time? And just notice if you know for yourself right now. Another one where we can get out of balance is around doing or not doing. So do you need more time doing things and accomplishing things around your home or your apartment or where you live? Or do you need more time to actually feel and imagine and daydream? I just spent a couple of hours out in the garden that I really needed. It was like, I'm in control. I can get something done. My hands are dirty. It was sunny but cold. It was like, oh, just the f- not thinking and just digging in the dirt was what I needed. But if I do that all the time, I'm going to get really out of balance. Here's another question. Do I need to be paying attention to myself and what I need? Or do I need to be paying attention to what other people need around me? Believe it or not, ask going to the opposite state that you normally do could be very helpful. So we're bringing things back into balance. I've already said this one, do I need to set up routines or do I need to relax my schedule? Here's one, do I need to be worrying more or less? For some people, we sort of ignore things and then all of a sudden a little little nudge comes up. Human design terms, this is our defined spleen and we need to pay attention. Some of us actually need to worry more and some of us definitely need to worry less. So what do you need for yourself? The next question that's tied in is, do you need to be preparing more or do you need to be preparing less? And just notice whether your body relaxes or tenses up when you choose one of those and that will give you the answer for most of us. Do you need to be gathering more information or do you need just to be watching a silly show and forgetting about everything? And the last thing is... um, Some people have too many people at home. I have a household of six right now and I'm getting overstimulated. So I have to do some rearranging and put a desk someplace where I can be more away from people once in a while. 
other people don't have enough people at home. They're too isolated. They're not having enough engagement. So just being aware of your situation and perhaps looking at the opposite and whether that would help you to shift energy and shift focus a little bit. We're looking for slowing things down and finding other ways to resource ourselves. Okay, so check back in with yourself and notice how do you feel relaxed? Do you feel wound up? The goal is to calm ourselves and to also get more clarity around action, thoughts, and if we're feeling intense feelings, to move through them so that we can um, find the wisdom on the other side. The last thing I haven't mentioned is special circumstances. For some reason, this past week, I have been very aware of people. So my daughter had her 18th birthday, and I was supposed to be away with her on a trip. I was sad about, she wasn't sad, but I was sad about what does it mean that she's celebrating her birthday in the middle of this pandemic? I know somebody who, I know several people who had um, family members die from other causes, and they couldn't get to the funerals. I know people who are moving homes this week. Um, I know, like my son's my son's graduation. He's a senior in college. Has been canceled. School's still happening online, but the ceremony's been canceled. So it's like all these things. Um, everybody's going through not just the the fear and the worry and the preparation for 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 self isolating and dealing with the pandemic, but also our lives are events are being affected. And a lot of people, it seems like have had events this week that have come up that have been affected, whether it's the time of the year or just what I happen to be noticing. So what are you feeling? What are you thinking? Is there anything you want to do differently? Keeping in mind our ideas from last week to slow things down, really cut down your workload, your to-do list by 75%, if not more. Noticing if there's any action you need to take today that you hadn't thought about yesterday. And recognizing that you're going to be moving through feelings so quickly. There's so much going on, especially those of you who are drawn to tapping and really uh, work on your emotional resilience. And one day you might be available to help other people, and the next day you might need help. Or just want to sort of pull down the blinds and forget about everything for 24 hours. Remember, if you don't know what words to use while you're tapping, you can just tap quietly, noticing that you feel tense. Tap quietly and include the fingertip points and the gamut point. A couple of rounds, taking deep breaths in between each round. Okay, I hope you're feeling a little bit calmer. You might have some insights as to how you can resource yourself this week. Keep taking it one day at a time. And I look forward um, to talking with you in a week. And I hope that it's good news better news than not in seven days. Recognizing that they're, um, they're saying it takes about 10 days after self-isolating and distant, social distancing has started to see a drop in the number of cases. So I hope we're going to start seeing that drop in, in every place that's being affected. All right. Thank you for being here. I do appreciate you so much. And until next time, keep tapping, taking care of yourself, and have a wonderful week.